T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwert with you. I need for hanging out with us well, right, yeah. to, to recuperate. Cody's glasses have finally unfogged um, after laughing. He's hysterically. like he's like my dad when my like when I was a kid. My dad would have to like when he would unload the dishwasher and then yeah. oh yeah, lift yeah. his face up and it, that's Cody every time something gets really uncomfortable. Yeah, on the show. you know your glasses don't have to fog up. You know if you. Just call my friends over at Dirty. <laughs> oh, that's you know? horrible. You know? That's horrible. You don't that's have to shameless. worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. All right, let's talk some Chiefs football with uh, Nate Taylor uh, of The Athletic. Nate, we won't talk about Forrest Gump with you, I promise. I'm sure you're a huge fan of that movie. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would describe myself as a huge fan. Um, a few critiques on Forrest Gump. It's way too long. Um, it's... <sighs> The intro and the ending are just, they're, they're, they're prolonged. It, it, it needs to be shorter. But that's, you know, there are nice scenes in the movie. Of course, obviously Tom Hanks was excellent. But no, like, I don't love the beginning or really the end of that movie. Is Jenny the villain? No, they put her from a character development in a tough bind. Also, <laughs> not a great last scene. <laughs> but, like, but, you know, it was the time. It was the, it was the time of our of our society. So I, I get what they were doing with her, but also, yeah, like having characters throughout the entire movie would have, you know, this, that, that, that helps movies get better um, from beginning to end. As far as the, the chiefs go, we know they get the buy this weekend. We know they got the number one seed and unless they play Buffalo in an AFC title game, the chiefs would still host AFC title mm-hmm. game out at Arrowhead. Looking at the the projected path right now, I mean, if you're just going based off of who's favorites this weekend, it looks like it's the Chiefs and Chargers potentially for a third straight time or third time this season, I should say, uh, at Arrowhead yep. coming up uh, in a couple weeks. I would advise people not to bet on that game, though, um, fellas. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably going to win that game. Um, I know it's not as exciting or probably as intriguing as part three of Chiefs Chargers with the Chargers. I mean, are they ever going to get fully healthy? I guess that game well, Saturday 
uh, or really comes down to the idea of like, can Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack like just take over the game, like just be so disruptive that it really inhabits the Jacksonville Jaguars from moving the ball down the field. But as we've seen pretty much since the Jaguars played the Chiefs, that they're going to move the football. It's just, are they successful when they get into the red zone? Um, I think the way this plays out, the way this projects so far is, and this is a question for all Chiefs fans to consider, fellas, is do you want a home game against the Buffalo Bills? Or excuse me, a neutral side game against the Buffalo Bills, or do you want a home game against the Bengals? Right now, I think it's probably the Bengals who are probably going to probably face the Chiefs in the championship game. But, you know, stranger things have occurred. I think when I look at this, like, I guess I am curious, Nate, because you talk to people inside the organization. Publicly, everyone's saying the right stuff. You know, like, Patrick Mahomes probably couldn't give a better answer to the question about whether or not they would be bothered by a neutral side game. We know that Cincinnati's pissed. Privately, (laughs) is anyone in Kansas City annoyed at the fact that they might have to host a neutral side game? Um, I don't think anybody in the Chiefs organization is really upset. I just think they are willing to acknowledge that there's no great solution. Um, it's the reason why they abstained, you know, from the vote last week. And I had a chance to talk to Mark Donovan before Saturday's game in Las Vegas, and he sort of walked me through their entire thought process. Him, Clark Hunt, of course, you know, obviously being in the league, you know, meetings after the, com- you know, the conversation committee was like, hey, this is the best we can come up with. Um their decisions mostly impact the Bengals the most. Um, the Chiefs fulfilled their entire schedule. So with the Chiefs knowing that, they felt they really didn't have any reason to be a part of, like, the, the arguments or the back and forth about the discussion as to whether or not you should approve this. Most NFC teams were like, look, man, it's unfortunate. We're not really a part of it, so we're going to be in favor of what the competition committee has suggested alongside Roger Goodell. Really, the, the, the Bengals, they made some phone calls. Obviously, owners like each other in some ways and shapes and forms. And, yes, there's cliques and sort of groups in the 31 owners and obviously the Packers, mostly just, you know, obviously they're more board of directors type of thing. But ultimately, like, the Bengals could maybe get a couple votes about, hey, like, you know, for your guys' sake, because you have a valid argument, we will vote alongside you. But from the Chiefs' standpoint, they're not angry about any of this. They had a game that they needed to win on Saturday. Andy Reid made that very clear to everybody in the organization. The team went out and played probably its best game from start to finish against the Raiders. And so now they know the rules. And if the team plays a neutral side game against the Bills, I just want to remind the Chiefs fans, the Chiefs play better this season on the road than they do at home. That is a fact. Andy Reid's and Eric Bieniemy pull out some of their best stuff for road games because obviously you're playing in a more adverse environment than you do at home. For whatever reason, Patrick Mahomes this season has been excellent on the road. Um, it's one of the things that has really made him not just the MVP leading candidate for, for this year's award, but the idea of like he made no mistakes, guys, against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. He made one mistake against the Indianapolis Colts, and it was the last pass of the game when they had, like, very little time to try to get into field goal range to not lose that game by three points. So if Chiefs fans feel any way, I guess, um, they, you know, if they feel like they've been taken advantage of by circumstances that did not involve them, I understand because, hey, you would obviously want the AFC Championship game to be played in your venue. I would also remind you that the team is 2-2 two and two in those games because those games are really hard. But also – if you want the Chiefs at their most explosive on offense this season, it's putting 44 points on the 
you know, San Francisco 49ers on the road. Yeah. It is absolutely destroying the Tampa Bay Bucks on the road in their primetime game. Well, we all didn't realize maybe Tampa Bay is not as good as they used to be. Hey, hey, we got to win a game to get the one seed. Well, we'll just easily put up 31 points comfortably when we don't even show half of our best stuff that we're going to actually show when the game really matters in the postseason. So for all the talk about how this might play out for, hey, I think the more, I think the most important divisional round game for this league is Bills, Bengals, you know, to have that game concluded to see who really is the best team out of the two based on the circumstances at hand. But for the Chiefs, your path is relatively as nice as it could be. And if they don't play the game at, the, at, the, at Arrowhead for the AFC Championship, like, who cares? Patrick Mahomes is amazing in the road this season. And if he's not playing at Arrowhead, it sucks not to be able to view him in his hometown. But if it means you actually win that game, like, who cares? You mentioned neutral site. Any word you're, you're getting at this point or behind the scenes of where that actual neutral site could take place? Are they going to wait until after this weekend to where they becomes even more of a reality uh, for them to actually name the site? Because we, we've seen reports that the Colts uh, have turned down the opportunity. The city of Indianapolis has turned down the right. opportunity. Right, and I'm not sure if Pittsburgh is going to be involved now because at least we now know that they're not in the postseason. I don't know how much that changes the, the calculation at all. I talked a little bit with, with Carrington last night on, a, on the show. Um, Atlanta looks more and more realistic, right? That is yeah, makes a sense. true neutral site, similar to Indianapolis. Like, There's not going to be weather super-duper involved, obviously. It's going to be in a controlled climate. That is a newer stadium compared to some of the others that are possible in the league, so that makes a lot of sense. And look, um, it's not a hard sale to tell people, hey, if you want to go to Georgia for the weekend, if you want to go to Atlanta, to watch another high-level football game, you know, for decently reasonable price tickets on the secondary market or whatever, like, that's not going to be a hard decision for any team and its fans to get to, right? Like, you can have a number of flights go from Kansas City to Atlanta, from Atlanta to Buffalo, and obviously, um, you know, based on how it all plays out, I don't know if the league will make a decision, fellas, until they know that the Bills have won. Like, Roger Goodell doesn't really want to get super-duper involved because it will ultimately be his decision. He'll have a few, obviously, cities and teams and obviously the venues on site kind of on call. Um, And I know that's kind of being discussed behind the scenes, but I'm not sure the league would make an announcement before you actually knew the Buffalo Bills have beaten the Cincinnati Bengals or they've beaten whoever, you know, maybe if it's the Baltimore Ravens, if obviously the, the, you know, the Dolphins somehow win. Um, well, I don't know. It, it, dude, God, these circumstances are all these. All these scenarios are, are crazy, and I'm talking super-duper fast. But in, in, interestingly, I think what I'm trying to get at is they won't tell you anything until they actually know it has to be a neutral site game based on the modifications of the rules that they obviously certified um, last week. That so sucks for fans. Yeah, so you're, you're saying that you think not just this after this weekend. You're saying it might take a divisional round win for the Chiefs and a divisional round win for the Bills before fans would actually know where they might be in five days traveling to? Yeah. I, I, it's, again, it's, it's, not the, it's not the greatest circumstances, but I don't think the league wants to have this. I mean, look, it is what it is, but I don't, I'm not sure based on people I know in the league that they just want to have this like floating in the air or that they just want to be like in the middle of the, of the broadcast of either divisional round game if the Chiefs and the, and the Bills are obviously still in round two. I'm not sure they want that to be like, a prominent thing when it's just like, hey, we want competitive equality. We want competitive fairness. This, you line up and you play today. We worry about next week if it gets to that point. Um, there's only one scenario now that we all know that can lead to a neutral side game. 
So there's no reason, I think, from the league's perspective as to why we would, you know, play that out or why we would let it be known until we actually know we have to do that. So, yes, it's unfortunate for fans um, who want to go to that game. The teams might have an idea, but I don't think publicly it's going to be put out there, hey, if you win and the Bills win or if, hey, you win and the Chiefs win, um, start making arrangements for Atlanta on, you know, what would be, what, January 28th, 29th, uh, somewhere in that range. And, of course, um, look, if the Bills lose this week or if they lose to Cincinnati, then the league doesn't have to worry about these things. And same goes if the Chiefs lose, obviously, in the division around as well. When you're looking at what the Chiefs will be on the field here in a couple of weeks, the comment from Lewis Riddick on the game broadcast stood out, talking about Kadarius Toney, as in he said, Veach thought in a couple of weeks he might be their best receiver on the roster. Now, Veach is not shy to make bold proclamations about his own roster, Nate. So I'll start there, (laughs) but what chance do you actually give, let's not even say this season, that at any point in his Chiefs career that Kadarius Toney looks like a one? I mean, a one is is hard to say because it's like he can't be Tyreek Hill, okay? Like, let's just all acknowledge that. Like, he cannot be Tyreek Hill. And so the last one we saw in the Chiefs' offense was not really a comparable one. Like, you know, there's only three receivers that I would keep in that sort of special category. It's Jamar Chase, it's Tyreek Hill, and it's Justin Jefferson. So if he can be a one, um, I wonder if it's – I I know this might not sound correct, comparable – um, and I know he just is going to be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. But, like, look, if you could get Canary Tony to be Jerry Macklin at a slightly higher level, you would take that any day of the week. Um, now, they can put the ball in his hands in a more plethora, a more of a variety of ways than they would with Macklin back in the day. But, honestly, like, Andy Reid's done it with Tyreek Hill. He's done it with Terrell Owens. And then he's done it with players who are not of that caliber. So, there's a chance. And I, and at least for right now, I think Rick Bolkholder and the medical staff do deserve credit because once he has a hamstring injury, which I like to remind people, happened at SoFi Stadium. It's just good riddance to that place and the, and the injuries it's caused to most players this season. But since then, when they've played on natural grass, Kadarius Tony has been just fine. Um, we will see, obviously, if they play in Atlanta for the AFC Championship. But, you know, Kadarius Tony has been fine. He's learned the offense. I think there are a ton of routes, a ton that they have not shown on tape out of personnel groups, out of certain formations that will be to their benefit if the timing and the execution is right between him and Mahomes. And I think that's why when you see how the team practices, when you know like, hey, you know, like 60% of this practice is about the Raiders or the Seahawks or the, you know, Broncos. And then about 40% is we know we're in the playoffs. So we need to like start figuring out what we feel like we're good at that, again, has not been put on tape that the opponent can't be totally expecting and anticipating into such a game. And he's such a special player um, that I think that's why Brett V says those, you know, made those comments to Lewis Riddick. They've been tight, obviously, going back to when they worked together in Philadelphia. But honestly, um, if you told me, hey, MVS is just deep man, and Juju Smith-Schuster, if he comes back, hey, he's underneath guy. And obviously, Travis Kelsey's they're going to be Travis Kelsey. And Sky Moore can be more of the McCole Hardman gadget intermediate guy. And then Kadarius Tony's the one. I can kind of see it. Um, but, again, it comes down to health. And if he's this good in the playoffs, it really does serve them well towards what I thought the trade was ultimately about, which is about 2023 or right. 2024, which is, hey, let's get him the whole playbook 
in the whole offseason for him to really understand terminology, leverage points, how do we adjust in the route, what does Mahomes like against certain coverages, against certain, you know, DBs that he's watched on tape. Like, that's the advanced level to all of this. But when they put the ball in his hands, guy, he's averaging about eight yards a touch. It is insane how good he is. So there's a chance. I'm not going to deny it, but I just know that what we see in the postseason, if he stays healthy, should give you a good indication of just how much he can jump in year two if everything goes according to the Chiefs' plan. We're talking to Nate Taylor from The Athletic. Of course, you hear him on the Nate Taylor Show Monday nights right here on 610 Sports Radio. And we were talking about Tony earlier, and it's it's kind of interesting because, yeah, if he can go and play three games if, if they were to get to the Super Bowl and stay healthy, the hype and the expectation around him next year will be absolutely insane. Yeah, and the idea, too, that, like, the Giants, guys, I, I just, like, do I need to say this quietly, like, in a whisper? He would be the Giants' number one receiver right now if they're in the playoffs. Um, I, like, look, sometimes trades are just happening because you find somebody at a weak point in the season and you're like, you know what? Those picks look good. But, guys, he is the Giants' number one receiver. That's how good he is, and he's not on their TV anymore. So you've already won the trade. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in 2022, or excuse me, 2023, and obviously 2024. I don't know. But in terms of, like, getting something out of this rookie contract, like, if he performs well, if he has done what he has done these last couple weeks into the postseason, obviously against higher competition, when you need superior athletes to match up with your superior scheme, Oh, they've won the trade. <laughs> they've already won the trade. I, I gave it a C. I gave it a C, y'all. I gave it a C at the day because I was like, well, he's missed half the games available for him to play since he's been in the NFL. And since then, like, it's it's kind of been a B-plus, and it has the potential to go to an A to an A-minus. Between that trade, the Tyreek trade, and this draft, is Brett Veach the best GM in the league? He's one of. Um... I have to really wrap my brain around, and I don't vote on general manager of the year. Um, I know that's it's not really like a league thing. Um, that's, you know, I guess I will. It's because I am a member of the Pro Football Writers Association, so I'm kind of, again, going off on a tangent. But, like, we do vote on, like, who had the most impressive offseason. Um, Brevies, I mean, people have known this for a while, and if you um, are willing to not, you know, acknowledge it, I mean, I guess cool. That's your prerogative. But, like, no, he's one of the best general managers in the league. Um, he saw something that Kyle Shanahan couldn't see, which is always the thing I go back to. Which is Kyle Shanahan looked at Patrick Mahomes' tape during the draft process and was like, nah, dog, I'm good. I got a system. And by the way, the it's a very good system. The system is amazing. And that's why Trey Lance was eventually drafted. Problem is, poor Trey Lance, he, you know, he missed a year basically from the pandemic and the college standpoint, and then he got hurt, so we don't know how his career is going to end up. But again, having foresight, is really important in this job. Obviously, your scouting background, your principles, obviously knowing exactly what your coaching staff needs, which I think most people do not think about enough when it comes to general managers, team presidents. Is, yeah, like you have a general idea. You're, we're all trying to project who's going to be good, who's going to translate to the league or not. But what does your team actually need? Like what does your team need for the personnel, for the coaching staff, to obviously either leapfrog in the division, or continue to control the division and obviously build for even greater um, achievements. And look, I think um, I think what Detroit did this past year deserves a lot of credit. Um, I know 
Seattle has a great case to be made that they had a wonderful offseason, and that's why they're in the postseason. Um, so I don't know if Brett Veach is technically the best year manager in the league. That that really comes down to preference, but he is one of the best. I think what Buffalo did was awesome. Like I, th- I still think Brendan Bean and, and Brett Veach are pretty much neck and neck in this, in the AFC, at least right now. Problem is, Brett Veach was like, well, Von Miller's not coming to us. But he really projected and saw that, like, look, signing a veteran pass rusher in the offseason looks good in, in March, and it's going to look great in September and October. But can you get Von Miller through the season at his age playing at that high of a level when he's supposed to be the team's best pass rusher? And the answer, unfortunately, was no. He got hurt. It sucks. It's a violent sport. For whatever reason, Steve Spagnuolo, even Steve Spagnuolo, agreed with Andy Reid and Brett Veach and saying this roster needs to get younger for the second phase of Patrick Mahomes' career. And then the general manager and his personnel staff went out and found, I don't know, seven players who have legitimate roles heading into the postseason. It's pretty impressive. But I thought Brendan Bean did the right thing, which is like, well, I know Von Miller will harass Patrick Mahomes. It's just, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. But I do think Brendan Bean, um, I understand what Brett Veach has done, and there's, there's obviously some candidates in the NFC that deserve praise as well. What about where we're at with the coaching carousel right now in the NFL? Uh, we know there's five openings. We've seen already reports, multiple guys uh, getting set up for interviews. No noise around Eric Bieniemy uh, at this point, and it's another offseason. I feel like we're doing the, the same thing all over again here, Nate, that we've done for three straight, three straight years in the same type of conversations. But are you hearing anything on, on why maybe we even haven't seen any interview requests yet? All right, I'm going to try to make this reasonable, okay? <sighs> Obviously, Eric Enemy is one of the most qualified candidates to be a head coach. That is a fact. We do not need to discuss it. But also, when you walk into the bar of NFL coaches who are available to – you can buy them a drink and have a conversation, he, he not the new girl. It's just, it's just a fact. <laughs> like, Sean Payton. He ain't even got to dress nice, but like he's Sean Payton. Um, obviously, there's there's guys like Quinn and Leslie Frazier who have some stability, who have done the job before. They make a lot of sense. I've, I haven't heard a lot of noise about Leslie Frazier, but like I think he and Eric Bieniemy are kind of in the same boat. Um, look, there's obviously young OCs. You definitely want to check them out. They the new girls. I want to see what they about. How you get that man open like that? in this coverage, in this down and distance, baby. How can you scheme it up for my guys? I understand everything that's happening at the bar right now. It's early. We ain't even gotten to, like, the late nights. No, like, so it's still happy okay, hours, I, what you're saying. Yeah, it's still happy okay, hours. Okay. And Sean Payton got everybody on his finger. By the way, Sean Payton really controls all this because if he wants to coach, then the ripple effect, the domino effect will start to occur. If he actually wants to coach this upcoming season, he picks a team. And obviously, then you got to figure out compensation for the Saints. And then also, if Sean McVay gets out of that job, then that's another opening. That benefits guys like Eric Benemy. Eric Benemy been at the bar. We know he's good. We know he got everything. We know he's coming from, obviously, a tree that is more fruitful than Bill Belichick's tree. But he ain't the new girl right now. And so it's going to take some time, and I appreciate that the league has said, hey, you don't have to hire somebody by January 9th before playoff games start because, you know, that's stupid. And we should prevent owners from doing stupid things before they actually have to do said stupid things. Um, I know there's been some talk about Eric Bieniemy possibly being a nice candidate, a nice match 
for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Carrington sort of made that point to me last night. I, I tend to agree. I don't know if the owner is stupid or not. I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> oh. Well, is that a situation, too, where it's, you know, because the GM is also open there? I mean, is it kind of a, hey, it's a package deal? You've seen some people do that, but really the only successful package, I think, from last year's cycle is what happened with the Giants, right? With, obviously, uh, Brian Dable and, um, oh, I can't think of his name right now, but the GM manager, they, they came from Buffalo, basically. It was, hey, we, we are the top. Oh, Shown Buffalo. or whatever his name is? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, that's the only successful one that I can think of. You know, obviously, Minnesota changed their general manager, but they also changed their head coach. Those are coming from two different places. Uh, Chicago did it last year, obviously, with Ryan Poles and um, Eberfuse. So, like, there's, there's multiple ways of doing this. There's no wrong way other than just don't be stupid. But sometimes we get to the bar, and it's the first girl, and we're trying to make moves. And, you know, <laughs> it's who you want to date the wife. You know, and look, Eric Benjamin's got wife qualities to him. Some of these guys are just, they just, they just here for the moment. And you want to strike while the iron's hot. But sometimes you realize, like, like, hey, man, it's more to this than just scheme. And this is what I try to tell owners all the time or general managers. Like, it's more to this than just freaking scheme. I can get homeboy open or I can get this run game going in the right direction. I never thought that the coach for the Detroit Lions. Same was going to figure this out, and he figured it out. So, you know, it, there's, there's multiple ways of doing this. I kind of thought maybe this year, and I know they were running out of time, but I kind of felt like the Dan Campbell year should help Eric Bieniemy, right? The Brian Dable right? Dan Campbell is the, right? we're the go-go leader of men type, right? And I kind of thought maybe yes. it was going to be good for EB. Right, yeah. So, like, there you go. Hey, the them dudes play hard when they had nothing to play for? Yep. Did them dudes, like, line it up for him? Yep. Hey, did they figure out what they were good at at the halfway point of the year and they just took off? Yeah, that talks to both coaching and leadership and the willingness to connect with your players in a way that is just more than like, hey, man, I'm just a CEO with a dude with a play sheet, baby. I get it up for you on third and eight. Like, call me. But what are the players? Like, how are you fitting that to the players? And I think when you think about it from a higher standpoint, I think Airbnb is more like, what are the players that we have? What you're going to notice, kids, is there's going to be more rotational stuff happening around the center of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But guess what? They get good stuff out of those guys, and it ain't. It can't just be Andy Reid, okay? It's got to be Andy Heck. It's got to be Eric Bieniemy. Obviously, Greg Lewis has made a pretty nice transition from receiver coach to running back coach. So it can't just all be Andy Reid. But honestly, like, how can you get your team better from the start of the season to the end of the season? And guys. Nathaniel Hackett couldn't <laughs> cut it on day one. But guess yeah. what, y'all? He was the pretty girl at the bar for the first time. Nate Taylor from The Athletic. Love the analogy on top of another analogy. It was good stuff, Nate. Really appreciate it, man. We'll be uh, we'll be following your work. We'll be listening uh, next Monday night as well. It'll be playoff week for everybody here in KC. That's right. Thank you so much, fellas. There you go. Nate Taylor from The Athletic. I love having Nate on. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that final couple minutes there. Quite a bit, actually. I enjoyed the whole thing. I just loved the Yeah, same, I just... Nick. <laughs> I didn't just enjoy the last couple Yeah, I minutes. enjoyed all 20-plus minutes of it. Nate Taylor. <laughs> Personally. We'll get him back in studio uh, next week. Coming up next, we'll get to watch trending and our conversation with our NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. 
You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, we saw the largest margin of victory in a bowl game, let alone a national championship game last night. Georgia 65-7 to all over TCU. Back-to-back champs. And looking ahead to next year, Georgia already the favorites once again at 3-1 to odds. Deservingly so. Uh, to be national champions. TCU, of course, a fantastic season. They will be one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the Big 12 next year. But a very disappointing end. That game, it sucked. It was, I mean, it was, it was done Very so wings early. at halftime, dude. On yeah. the sideline. Yeah, that's it. It quick. You know what? I tell you what. I better be a lot of fun if it's your team. The Chiefs were winning a Super Bowl by 58. Course, I don't think I'd care. I'm say, of course. I got to be honest. Team I could be just fine. Well, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're a Georgia fan, you watched every bit of that. Yeah. Rose are up 48 nothing in a game seven. I don't care. Fine by me. 48 nothing. Well, yeah. winning by 58, that's like winning a baseball game by 15. Yeah, yeah. It's a 15 to nothing win. Yeah. It's a 15-1 win. Yeah, it's just domination <laughs> in every facet. Next up on Watch Training Local College Hoops tonight, K-State versus Oklahoma State. That's right here on 610 Sports Radio. Of course, K-State up to number 11 in the AP poll on Monday. And then KU will take on Oklahoma and Allen Fieldhouse tonight as well. Big contract handed out by the Baltimore Ravens. At one point, they made a trade this season for Roquan Smith with the Chicago Bears. Well, they decided not only were they trade for, let's lock them up long term. Roquan Smith reportedly signing a five-year, $100 million deal. Off bull linebackers the are still Bears, getting five for $100 million? The Bears were getting rid of some veterans, as we know, uh, this season. And then the Ravens were very interested in Roquan Smith. And 
Yeah, that's a, that's a nice little deal there for Roquan Smith. Five years, 100 mil. I wonder how much is guaranteed, though. I very rarely, 65. Is I very 65? rarely think that the Ravens are doing something wrong because they've been such a high-functioning organization. I don't like that deal. That's too much for now. I've made my stance clear on linebackers, so that might that's have something it. to do that's with it. it sure. Next up on Watch Training, speak of a deal I actually do like. Carlos Correa reportedly to the Twins pending his physical, although he's gotten through the ankle part of the physical, according to Mob Nightingale which has been the hang-up for the last two teams, or three teams that have tried to sign him. The reported Carlos Correa deal, six years, $200 million, can max out at $270 million, although there's a vested parts of the contract related to time on the field. This is apparently what New York was going through, too, and San Francisco. He just shopped himself around until eventually found the fit. Twins treated him well last year. He stayed on the field for them for the majority of the season. So he's going to go to them instead. Six years, $200 million, the richest contract in Minnesota Twins history. Signing three, signed three contracts. Only only one yeah. More uh, than double is going the to richest through, in Royals history. Yeah. Almost Next. triple the richest in the White Sox history. Next up on What's Trending, coaching carousel, interviews being requested. The latest news comes out of Carolina. The Panthers requesting an interview with Giants offensive coordinator, former Chiefs assistant Mike Kafka. Uh, this is something we saw coming He's going to get the minute he got hired by the Giants. If he could get the Giants offense revved up with Daniel Jones, then he would get a very strong look. And I I think he will end up being a head coach this cycle, especially if the Rams job opens up. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, and that's the thing. The Rams job opening up would change things dramatically. Although if you're taking that Rams job, I know you better be guaranteed some years. Correct. uh, Correct. To get that right, because it's going to take a few years to get that right. Lastly, on what's trending, the KC Current announced today that Patrick Mahomes has become the most recent co-owner or part owner of their team. Obviously, Brittany Mahomes was already a part owner of the KC Current, but Patrick Mahomes will join his wife in ownership of the KC Current. Makes a ton of sense. Uh, for, new stadium for, coming next year, two yeah, years, right? New stadium. And if you're any uh, sp- professional sports franchise or company, for that matter, you have a chance to attach... Patrick Mahomes to your organization. Yes, yeah, that's a smart idea. And Brittany and Patrick have both yeah. been really good for the current, and they've yeah. you know they've reciprocated that. They've they've been big supporters of the organization, which has been great. They're probably at this point easily the most supported NWSL team of all time. They're the, they have a they're getting their own building built. That's the first time in the world's history that a women's team will get their own stadium built for them. And on top of that, Patrick Mahomes and Brittany Mahomes have helped so much. It goes a long way. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. We had a chance earlier to catch up with our guy, Vinny Pasquantino, our VetFL insider. We started things off uh, checking in on what he's up to. He's actually uh, at Disney World right now. He's actually uh, at Magic Kingdom. No, Animal Kingdom, that is. And Animal we Kingdom. asked him uh, kind of how he's been doing and if he's cutting lines. Now, joining Cody and Gold. Hey, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning, let me tell you that. It's your 2022 VinFL Insider. Are his hands going to get any bigger? Royals first baseman, Vinny Pasquantino. As a uh, potential future Chiefs fan, we hate the Broncos. All right, Vinny, our VinFL Insider with us here. And I understand you are you are down in Orlando. You were at Disney World. And so I don't know if you're cutting in line in front of the kids or what. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. I'm just taking over the animal kingdom right now. That's what's going on. Um, just got off Expedis, Expedition Everest. Had a great time. Just just a wonderful time with family. You know how it is. What is, by the way, Vinny, what is your spirit animal in general, since you are animal kingdom? I mean, I don't think I have a choice here but to say a Sasquatch. So I think, <laughs> I think my hands are kind of tied there, and I'm just going to roll with that. Would you like us as a show to to make Pasquatch a thing? Do you want us to help in that regard? How are you feeling about that nickname in general? 
Uh, it's of the three nicknames that people have given me. I have not given myself a nickname as uh, opposed to what has been said on MLB Network last week, which <laughs> I tried to clarify. Um, I prefer the passports of any of them, but call me whatever you want. I don't care. But if that, if you guys make that your prerogative, that's on you guys. I will not uh, tell you how to market me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We'll just stick <laughs> NFL Insider for us works as well yeah, at, at this point. Now, what's are you just at Animal Kingdom? Because I haven't been to Disney World in, I don't know, 15 plus years. Magic Kingdom, Splash Mountain, favorite ride ever. Yeah, Splash Mountain's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to, I think, to be honest, I think Everett's my favorite ride on campus here at Disney, but we're only doing Animal Kingdom this year. Every year this week we come down here and it's kind of my, it's my last week of relaxing before it's time to get ready for spring and get ready for the season. So this is my last hoorah as a, uh, as a relaxing individual of society. Once this week is over, then it's time to, uh, time to really get going. Um, so this, you know, it's just a good week. Our producer, Nick, brought up a good point. Like, can you can you fit on every ride? Yeah, to be honest, Nick, a little bit of a messed up text. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got a text that said, hey, serious question. Um, can you fit on the ride? <laughs> you know what? Uh, to be completely honest, your number is saved in my phone as 610 Sports Show, so I'm not changing it now. <laughs> I'm not changing it to Nick. Uh, that is, that, you know, that's just, that's just ridiculous. If we're going to be, yeah, but yes, I can, you know, I fit, I fit. I it wasn't. It wasn't a fat joke, man. Pieces, <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to come. You don't have to try to save yourself now, man. Six-hit <laughs> sports show on my show for the rest of your life. <laughs> Vinny, before we talk about the NFL playoff matchups, uh, we were messaging a little bit about the Houston Texans' decision to go for two and win the game. Explain to me why you think it's a good decision to go from the first pick to the second pick in their eyes. So, okay, first of all. That is not what we talked about. What we talked about is if you should be okay with losing and <laughs> how in the moment, knowing that you could have the one pick, but at the time I'm going to just go ahead and assume they didn't know that the bears were losing. They probably did, but sure. I'm just going to assume they didn't. I fully believe you play to win every single game. And maybe I'm saying that from an athlete's perspective, not as a fan's perspective, but a few years ago, the jets law or they beat the Rams. Um, and because they beat the Rams, the Jaguars got the first pick and got Trevor Lawrence, which Looks great for the Jaguars right now. Doesn't look fantastic for the Jets. But I remember how happy I was that day when they beat the Rams. And that feeling of winning will never be replaced by getting a draft pick for me. And that could be just my biased opinion as an athlete. But that's how I feel. I feel like you should play to win for your fans all the time. Uh, because that's how I take the field every day is, you know, for the fans of Kansas City. Like, they come to see a winner. So we are going to try to win every single day. Whether that happens or not, you know, whatever but we're going to give it our best shot to win. And that's just kind of my opinion on it is you create a winning organization and culture by trying to win every single day. I thought you'd made a a great point in the sense that I think it would be difficult or actually impossible for Lovey Smith to be like, Hey guys, we're just going to throw this two point. Don't worry about it because then how can anyone take you serious ever? Even if you were to keep your job, we know he got let go the next day, but even if you were to keep your job, I think, I think that's the worst part of it is that he got fired hours after the game. So you almost wonder like first, they probably had it predetermined that they were going to fire him. But secondly, it's like if he had lost the game, do they keep him around? Because the Texans were not very good, but what they did every day is they showed up and they made it tough on teams. So at the end of the day, they didn't have enough talent to go ahead and win those games but they did have enough talent because they're professional players to stay, you know, they took the chiefs to the wire. They took a few other teams to the wire and that's kind of just, you know, you feel like Lovey Smith was starting to get something going. And I know that he's been a coach before and everything, but it still felt like, you know, the Texans have, 
fired a coach after one year the past two seasons now it's uh i don't know if i don't know if you can really change the culture or try to create your own culture in one year so it's just a tough tough situation there all right, Vinny, what about the path here for the Chiefs? We know they get the bye week. They got the number one seed. Potentially could host a AFC title game unless it came against the Buffalo Bills or would come against the Buffalo Bills. What do you make of this path where Chiefs likely to, to play the Chargers, it seems like, in that divisional round? Yeah, um, and did they play the Chargers? I'm sorry, you guys would know more than me. How are the Chargers games this year? Vo- they won both very close. Correct? They won them both, but they were yeah. both uh, inside a field goal. Yeah, which is probably not where you exactly want to be as a fan of just knowing that it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. But at the same time, when you're the one seed, you're not scared of anybody. So I would imagine that the Chiefs will gladly welcome in the Jaguars or the Chargers, depending on how, you know, how the seeding ends up working out. But because uh, they, they still reseed, right? So they you don't know who you're going to play the following week necessarily, right? Correct. Yeah, I mean, so like they'll play. So if the Dolphins beat the Bills, they'll play the Dolphins. Correct. No matter correct. What. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I I think if you're the Chiefs, you're just looking forward to uh, getting back out on the field. And obviously, I think everybody wants to see the Chiefs play either the Bills or the Bengals, and that looks, you know, more than likely to happen. Um, I, I don't know how the neutral site thing is going to work. Do you guys know where's that going to be at? No, but if it's in Nashville, can we crash with you? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to just say yes. Maybe we can just talk <laughs> off air a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to just opening up my house to a bunch of people. So, you know, I can't, I can't answer that question, you know, live on air. But I feel like they – That would be a great time. I think that they should. Well, Nick's not invited. We already learned that. Not anymore. Yeah, Nick's definitely not. <laughs> we feel like they, they should, like from an NFL perspective, like if you were a player and it was 20 days before the World Series, would if it was going to be on a neutral site, wouldn't you want to know where that game could potentially be? Uh, as a player, I think they're probably the least worried about it because you just go get on a flight and you fly to whatever city it is. I do think there's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of that, but I think it's more of a worry for fans. If I'm a fan right now of these two teams, and I believe they sell tickets early for those events, so I'd want to know where it is so I can start planning my travel. Um, that's kind of who it affects more because as, as a player, you just go get on a plane and, all right, we're going to go play. So. Um, but yeah, you know, just to go back to what you guys said, I want to make sure I acknowledge that six ten sports show is definitely not invited to my house. <laughs> Vinny, when uh, now that we've got the full playoff field, what is your prediction? Since we won't talk to you before the next game, what is your prediction for who will end up in the Super Bowl in the NFC and AFC? The NFC, I think, is completely wide open. I think the 49ers are probably the favorites, especially with kind of the quarterback situation in Philly. I mean, Jalen Hurts did not look super healthy this weekend. I do think that the Eagles will get to the NFC Championship, so I think the link will host, and that's a tough place to go in to win. But as we all know, defense travels, and that's what the 49ers have. So I think it will be the one and two seeds in the NFC uh, duking it out. And I do end up thinking we're going to see the matchup that – I mean, the the, the good thing about being a Chiefs fan is you want the Bengals and the Bills, and you're most likely going to get one of them. Uh, I think it would be hard not to unless they both lose um, this week. so, but that Bills Bengals game is going to be, I would have to assume, is going to just be incredible. Well, uh, with the news that we got this week of Demar Hamlin being okay and being discharged from the hospital, if that game is in Buffalo, which it would have to be, I mean that is that atmosphere is going to be nuts. So I'm I would have to take the Bills there, but I I think it's going to be Chiefs 49ers. I think we're going to get a rematch of a regular season game. That's that's my prediction. Yeah, and the Super Bowl yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, That's right. In well, fairness, not the same quarterback, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we'll let you get back to, to some roller coasters. And I don't know, are you going to have a turkey leg? Like, are you turkey leg guy? Because that, to me, is a go-to at the theme park. No, I just I just had some popcorn. But I was going to get a refillable popcorn thing. But it's not free refills. You have to pay for the refill. Like, so no way I'm doing that. I'll just, if I want popcorn, I'll just go buy it. Like, it's just, yeah, why, you know, why have a refillable ref- bucket exactly. if you have to pay for the refill? Like, what? that's, you know, society. It's just crazy. <laughs> Vinny Pasquantino, environmentally sound? Maybe not. Maybe not when it comes to the uh, to the popcorn bucket, I guess. Yeah, just don't mess with my money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'll see you next week. Let's go Chiefs, huh? Let's go Chiefs. That's right. Vinny Pasquantino earlier today joined us. And, I mean, it is true. What's the point of a refillable popcorn? To if save the you got to pay for – yeah, other than saving the container – if you still have to pay to refill at the same price, what what's the point? It's not You're refillable. Just doing your part to save the planet. All it is is the plan. Can't the way, you just give me a slightly higher price and then let me I do agree. unlimited refill? All I know is at no, theme parks. No, it's theme parks. They're gouging you every yeah, chance they get. At theme parks, man. When I, if I were Disney World or like any theme park, man, the Turkey Leg. Oh, Never been to Disney World. The Turkey, we, we, the Turkey Leg would be. Have you been, Nick? We've talked about this. Yeah, I have. Uh, it's been a while. Been a same. long time. That's what I it's been at least uh, sixth grade. Yeah, because I went the same time I went down there, I went to an Orlando Magic game, my first NBA game, got a Drew Gooden Orlando Magic jersey and a Tracy McGrady bobblehead, which I still have. You should put that in the garage show. Was that prominently no. featured in your home? Yeah, it is actually. It's a book. It's a bookshelf item. So uh, I'll be keeping that. You're Tracy McGrady. Dude, this is once again Cody going back <laughs> to this. Just like give it up. I sold a chair for like uh, 800 bucks, and you're saying I should have just gave it to the garage sale. Okay, you, first, that bobble is not going for $800. It's got a chip in it, you're right. <laughs> it just has sentimental value to you for that trip to Disney and, World um, with your family. Very quickly, you asked about potential Nashville neutral site, and he, he's not The only person up. who can't go is Nick. He did not necessarily rule uh, out your no, state in his place. He didn't say I couldn't go. He said no 610 sports show. That's, that's what you it, are to him. And your phone. Your 610 sports show to that's him. That's what he meant Here's by that. Here's the thing. I would be a better guest than both of you guys. Under what circumstances? <laughs> I wouldn't talk as much. You guys talk too much. Well, you talk a lot. You don't talk too much, but sometimes you guys talk a lot. If you, you know, had asked you mean, me not you to mean speak for four hours during the show that no, we're supposed to talk about, before and after, whatever happened, just a little peace and quiet. You know what I'm saying? See, I don't know you. I don't think you would even make it there. We would send a group text, and you wouldn't. You wouldn't even acknowledge the group text. <laughs> We'd be like, "Hey, man, the flight's leaving. The, the drive. We're getting on the car." And you would check back like six hours later. That would be an interesting thing, actually, to ask you is in travel circumstances because this is what I don't want to like. Are you just like a last minute? All the time, like even if you're with a group, like I know you're last minute to the airport guy now, oh, but if we're traveling oh, together oh. and we're like, hey, we're leaving at 930, are you like being in the car at 950? Like if we're all huh? traveling together, are you late? He wants to know if we all, if we set a time that, hey, we're all going on a road trip, we're leaving at 10, be at Cody's no, 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 house no. at 10, are you showing up on yeah, time? Yeah, of course. When I'm, when I'm leaving for the airport, I'm not, I mean... The plane still departs at the time it says it's going to depart. I don't just show up 20 minutes at I'm like, hey, can you guys yeah. hold the plane for me for a little bit? I'm running a little behind. No, but you you cut it close. I, I even... cut it close because I don't want to sit in that wasteland of an airport is, for half an hour. In about five weeks, the new airport probably. That's the only reason. That is literally the only reason I show up when I do because there is nothing to do with that airport. So I oh, get there. Fair. And I get on yeah. the plane. No, I, I get that. And look, luckily, in about five, six weeks, we will have a nice airport that we can be proud of in Kansas yeah. City. You know, but no, I'm not like late. I don't. People don't wait on me. I don't show up oh, late okay. to things. That's good. I, I just think... show up at the appropriate time. <laughs> you know. Okay. 
Point taken. By the way, is it the Office Depot one? I'm trying to look the for early word. 2000s Tracy McGrady bobbleheads now. <laughs> no, it's Office dude, you Depot can't on the buy bottom? It. You can't, it's a limited edition. It says it's on the bottom of it. Uh, I'm not guys, kidding. It's like one of like 2000. You guys going to buy a Mega Millions ticket? 1.1 billion tonight. No, tell me when it gets to 1.4. Okay, that's for your limit. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah. 1.1 billion tonight. The cash option, 568 million. Is that not enough for you? I don't get out of bed for less <laughs> than 1.4. Okay, okay. Oh. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll buy a ticket. Why not? Two bucks? I'll buy a ticket. I mean, some, do you think someone one. actually it's wins tonight? Do you think somebody actually wins? If not, of course it rolls over. I didn't but. even know it was a thing until you just told me. Really? It's one of the biggest jackpots ever. One this happened one, like six months. How is that it? That was every, the Powerball. It's true. Powerball, we did right? just do this. That was the Powerball. Okay, but what's the difference? They're different lottery systems. They're the same. They, different contest. Both lots of money, though. Both lots of money. You know, if you think about it like that. Yep. I'm sorry, I'm really distracted by these Tracy McGrady. We'll let you keep looking let at it. Go. Up. We'll be back you at know? it tomorrow from ten to is two. The, the Legends drive of the Court one is coming up next. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete for asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance. Gan Asphalt and Concrete, one contractor, all things parking lot, trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider Vinny Pasquantino this football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload <laughs> of football tweets. <laughs> First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. If you're so. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.